Get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Honestly Imperfect podcast. Today, I'm turning you through my top tips to make planning your social media content even easier. This is a bit of a sticky point for a lot of entrepreneurs, and you can understand why, because you've got to come up with fresh concepts, interesting captions, amazing images, and then you've got to come up with all these creative reels and YouTube videos, and the list honestly could go on. So... I wanted to make it really simple for you today and share some easy tips that you can implement in your business to make planning your content way easier, way less stressful and way more fun. So let's dive in. So today I wanted to try something a little bit different and usually I have all of my notes planned out in front of me, but today I really wanted to show up being imperfect because I want to show you that you can do the same. Sometimes we let perfection get in the way of getting things done. So today I really wanted to go first and show up imperfectly to hopefully inspire you to do that thing that you've been holding back on because it's not quite right. It's not just perfect. So I'm going to go first and then you're up next. So on to tip number one, I want you to get to know your audience and I want you to be really specific here. So when it comes to getting to know our audience, there's obviously the really general things like their age, their gender, where they live, what they do for work, those types of things. And you can probably rattle those things off off the top of your head. So in addition to that, I would love for you to ask yourself, what platforms is my audience using and why? Is your audience on Instagram for dinner recipes on a Sunday night? so that they can meal prep for the week ahead? Or are they on YouTube on Monday looking for online workouts to kickstart their week? So have a really good think about the types of content that they're looking for and when they're looking for those types of content. Because what this is going to do is make planning out all your different content ideas way easier. And it's actually going to work so much better because you're going to be connecting with your audience at the times when they need to hear from you most. So on to tip number two, understand your goals and align them with your marketing strategy. Now, when it comes to planning out your social media goals, there's one thing that I don't want you to get too hung up on, and that is gaining new followers. Yes, it's beneficial, but sometimes I see people kind of get a little bit stuck on it, like that bright, shiny object, and they pour all their energy and focus into just gaining new followers. So what I would love for you to do instead is obviously track your new followers, but as well, I would love for you to pay attention to how many conversations are you having in your messages, building real relationships with your audience? 
How many people are commenting on your post saying, wow, this really resonated with me? And how many people are sharing your content with others and helping you build your audience? So the reason why we tie our goals in with your marketing strategy is that you always want to be creating with a purpose and clear intention. So no just posting for the sake of posting or throwing something up quickly. I really want you to start creating with a clear intention and a purpose behind everything you do. And the reason why this is really important is that if you're launching a course, for example, in the next three months, then we want to be working back from that. And we want to be looking at what are you doing now to position yourself as an expert and build your community. So we want to start getting them used to hearing about the types of content and topics that you're going to be covering in that course so that when you launch the course, they go, yeah, she's totally the expert in this or wow, this is exactly what I need. And I can see that this is worth investing in because I've already had three months of amazing free value. So on to tip number three, plan your content pillars. Now, if you're not quite sure what content pillars are, that's totally okay. I will give you a really quick example of what they are. So your content pillars are basically a bunch of different themes for your content on social media or your blog or your newsletter. And a few that you could focus on are connection, value, credibility, and sales. Now, what I would love for you to do is get a little bit creative and think of a few content pillars that are unique to you and your business. So for example, you might be an interior design business and you might work with local artisans to create different products for your projects. So one of your content pillars might be to really focus on that process of you working with those local artisans. Now on to tip number four, which is to measure what works. And I want you to raise your hand here. Are you guilty of posting things on social media and not actually looking back to measure your progress or to measure the types of content that is working for you and what's not actually working anymore? Don't worry, so many people are guilty of this and it's all good. I see it all the time and that's exactly why I wanted to bring it up in this episode. So it's really important that you don't miss this step. And the reason why it's important is that it allows you to track what works so that you can do more of that in fresh and unique ways. So we are not constantly reinventing the wheel, coming up with all these creative ideas. You're going off what's working really well for you. And it just makes that content planning process so much easier. So on to tip number five, we're going to be planning it all out. Now, for me personally, I love to plan social media calendars fortnightly as it allows you to stay current and flexible depending on your business and what's going on in the world. We all live through 2020. We all know that curveballs can come our way at any time. So when we're planning out this fortnightly social media calendar, I want you to have a look at any key dates or holidays, launches or offers that are coming up over the next fortnight. And this will really guide what content you're creating. Then you're going to plan out your content pillars and fill in those gaps with those content pillars. So you've got those themes mapped out in there as well. 
Something that's also really helpful when you're planning these fortnightly calendars is to just quickly run in Google and write whatever month it is that's coming up and look at any key holidays that are coming up. And there might be nothing, but sometimes it's really useful because, for example, there might be World Environment Day, and this might tie in really, really well with your business, and you might look at creating a special incentive or something around this specific day. So now for your last tip, and here I just wanted to cover a few things where people come unstuck. So one of the areas where people come unstuck is that they don't have clear brand guidelines. So you don't have to work with a branding agency for this. You can totally DIY it. Obviously, it's super beneficial to work with a branding agency to create those brand guidelines for your business. But if you don't have the budget, it's all good. You can do it yourself. So for your brand guidelines, when it comes to social media, I would really love for you to look at what are your brand colors? For example, my brand colors are a lot of natural earthy tones. So It would be really weird if I was to suddenly post bright red or fluoro pink on my social media because that just wouldn't tie in with my brand. And the other thing is knowing your fonts. So sticking to a few brand fonts and it just helps everything look a lot more cohesive on your social media feed and across your website and your blog and newsletter and all those types of different types of digital content and it just creates a really cohesive experience for your customer. The last thing that's really good to include in your brand guidelines is your tone of voice. So your tone of voice is super important for social media because there's all different types of ways that you can show up. You could be a little bit cheeky and funny. You could be really professional. You might be a little bit earthy and boho. As you can see, all those different types of tones of voice are going to show up really differently on social media. So it's important to kind of work out a few words that you use on social media and maybe even a few words that you don't use. So if you do end up hiring someone to run your content for you, they know what you want to focus on and what you want to steer clear of. The next thing that people come unstuck on is not having images. Now, I know what this feels like because for the first probably about three years of running my business, I didn't do a professional branded photo shoot. Now, I try to plan them once or twice a year, but obviously when you're starting out, you may not have a budget for this. So what I used to do is take a full day, whether it was on a weekend or whenever worked and go and get a few little props in my brand colors or things that tie in with my business. And then just style a few beautiful flat lays and photograph those myself so that I could have images that I could use to post on social media because otherwise it's a little bit difficult to stay consistent. So if you're in that place, I know what it feels like and it might be helpful to go and do a full day photo shoot, whether it's in your home or you hire a space or go to a friend's place and just get creative and try to tie back in with your brand colors so it all looks cohesive when it's on your social media page. Now, lucky last is your honestly imperfect reminder. So here, I want you to be realistic and focus on your vision. 
something I see all the time when it comes to planning our social media is we think we're being really productive by going and looking at what other people are posting. And we all know where that ends up. So I really want you to focus on what is your vision for your business? Who do you want to attract into your business? And then be really realistic with how much time you have to create content. So if you only have one hour a day, then create within those boundaries because sometimes we can set this really crazy goal like I want to release a new reel on Instagram every single day. Now that takes a lot of time. So if you don't have that time, just be realistic with what you can create and start there and slowly build from that place. So I really hope today's episode was helpful. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out. It's at Honestly Imperfect Podcast. And I would absolutely love for you to leave a review to let me know if you liked this style of episode where I'm just kind of going with the flow and seeing what comes to mind. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.